Hey everyone, and welcome to hashtag Please Just Start. I'm your host, Scott Greenhut, and we are broadcasting live from the End Results Radio Network from the Perimeter Roofing Studio inside the country and in suites by Radisson Hotel in beautiful Stowe Mountain, Georgia. This is my first ever podcast that I'm hosting. I'm very excited to be here, and I want to thank Ryan Sowers uh, from End Results for having me um, have my own show, and I'm really excited to get started. I would be remiss if I didn't just start with Scott, how did we come up with hashtag please just start? Please just start are three simple words. Please just start. And they can mean whatever you want, just to not live life. I want you to live life with no regrets. In a minute, I will get into why I chose those words. But um, actually, I would be remiss if I didn't go ahead and just start. Uh, from the beginning so that you get to learn a little bit about me today on why I want you to live life with no regrets. I am 35 years old. I was 33 years old when I became the last person living in my immediate family. My mom passed away from breast cancer, what started as breast cancer when I was 12 years old and it metastasized to the liver and brain tumors. And then in August of 2017, my dad passed away after being on dialysis for seven years. Unfortunately, nine days shy of a year and a half later, my sister passed away February 1st of 19 from ocular melanoma. She was 37, my mom was 44, and like I said, I was 33 years old when I became the last person living in my family. It's been very hard. Uh, I will say that between from when my mom passed away to when my dad passed away, I talk when you if you listen to me a lot, which I hope you will, you will learn that I'm all about I, about dates and numbers and things that go along with that because dates and photos and memories are all I have left of my family. For for the 19 years, one month and three days between my mom and dad passed away, I felt sorry for myself. Woe is me, and that's no way to live. And then I walked in and saw my dad laying there, I hate to say it like this, but dead, and his lifeless body laying there, and I saw my future if I didn't change, if I didn't change what, I was, what I was doing. When he passed away, I was probably close to 300 pounds, and he begged me every day to start losing weight. He would say... The invitation time. Scott, when are you going to start losing weight, my boy? <laughs> I would walk by his damn green chair, and he would say, Scott... When are you gonna start losing weight, my boy? And I like I was just eating more food and food. I was like, well, one day. I mean, I looked in the mirror. I know I needed to, but I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And then one of his friends actually came by and helped me with some stuff after he passed away. And he was like, Yeah, your dad and I talked about how you were never going to lose weight until he passed away. And I literally saw my future laying there. And the moment I walked in and saw his, like I said, his lifeless body laying there, I knew, unfortunately, my sister wasn't far behind with the numbers of everything she was going through with ocular melanoma. And so at 30, at 33, like I said, I became the last person in my family. And it's been a struggle. But with struggle, the, the one fortunate thing is that we can show that we can hopefully triumph with that. So uh, between my dad and sister passing away, I was very fortunate to lose 110 pounds on my own, just trying to eat healthier and exercise. Now, that may sound easy, but for 31 years, I couldn't do it. I promise you, I couldn't do it. And everyone saw that. So I, I like to say my story is not about weight loss. That's just the reason people have given me an opportunity. It was something tangible that they for, for once finally stopped hearing me say I was going to do and saw that I please just started. When I started on my elliptical, uh, hint, I'm about to tell a date. 
Monday, December 11th, 2017, when I started my, my weight loss journey, I did like 20 minutes on my elliptical. I was about to huff and puff and blow my house down. I mean, I was going hard, hard, hard. You would have thought I was trying to, that was going to be like at least two miles going as hard as I was. It was probably like a, uh, three quarters of a mile, but I was just proud. I got up there and the next day, another day to try to go one and know that next day. I did another 20 minutes. Maybe I did like 0.76 instead of 0.75. I'm not really sure. I should know that because that's a number. But, um, but what I, I did that. And then, you know what? Day three, same thing. So for the first week, I did uh, about 0.7, you know, about three quarters of a mile. Then, or excuse me. So that's what it ended up being, but it was about 20 minutes. And then the second week, I did 25 minutes. Little by little, not showing much progress, but if you're not doing, if you're not putting in any work, you're never going to show any progress. So you start to do it and it's, you play the long game. I wanted to go from never taking care of myself from zero days on the elliptical to 365. And I'm very fortunate to say that I did uh, 370. I did a year and five days in a row. Then I took one day off because I didn't know. I, I didn't know when my sister was going to pass away, but I didn't want something that I couldn't control her impending passing away to um, over to take away a day that I knew that I, I could I could end my streak on my own and then start start a new one because life is going to happen to all of us. I'm all about cliches because unfortunately they all come true. They're, they're, they're cliches and stay around for years and years and years for a reason. So I, I stayed at it and then I did three, like I said, I did 370 in a row and then, um, and then I got back on there and then until the following year, uh, uh, about early, early June of 2019, I, uh, found out that I had Crohn's disease, so I had to take 22 days off on my elliptical then. And I'm very fortunate to say as of next week, two years in a row, wow. every single day. And for since the pandemic started, I've been doing 10 miles every day. One, about three or four times I did four miles one day, but then I would make up and do 16 the next to make sure it was an average of 10 every day. So other than that, it's 10 every single day. I'm sure if you follow me on social media, you get annoyed with my white shirt showing different uh, sweat spots, but I do it for me and for the people who uh, get inspired by just people not talking about doing something and hashtag please just starting. So let's see. I uh, want to talk a little bit, you know, about my family. So uh, I say my mom, dad, and sister, but they had names besides that. So my my mom was Harriet, and she was she was a very very special and sweet person. She was my mom, but she was also a great human being. I remember something like you know something so small. You think when you're little, like she would unfortunately be battling with cancer all the time. She was in remission for a little bit, but she would be uh, in. Uh, She'd be in the hospital sometimes, and she'd be like, Scott, or whoever in the family, we have a um, card sitting on the edge of the table that needs to go out to so-and-so for their birthday or anniversary or whatever. I'm thinking, how selfless is that? She's, like, struggling in the hospital. She's fighting for her life all the time, going to treatment. She went out to the Arlington Cancer Center in Arlington, Texas, right outside of Dallas all the time, every three weeks for a long time for treatment, and all she's doing is thinking of other people. And so that's something, hopefully, that I can take, you know, can take in my life from that um like i said my dad never my dad had diabetes and never took care of himself so i saw my future i mean there's some good traits with him but i saw what not to do and i know he wanted me to do better by 
not by doing the opposite of him or doing early what he later did when he didn't have a, when he didn't have a choice anymore. And then he actually stopped dialysis to pass away. Um, we actually about last week was uh, the four year anniversary of me. Remember, hint a date. <laughs> I walked him four years ago last week. I walked him down the stairs for the last time in our house. He was in, um, he was in the hospital or a rehab to try to get a little stronger uh, for about two months, about eight weeks before he passed away. He stopped dialysis to die because he had no, he had no quality of life left. And I just, like I said, I continue to say this because it's very true. I saw my future. He kept saying, "When are you going to lose weight? I'll do it again. I know you're waiting for it, everyone." Scat, when are you going to lose weight, my boy? I told him one day I was going to make a lot of money telling stories about him. He goes, "Scat, watch your mouth. It never pays to be a wise guy." That's what he always said. So, thank you, Ryan. Um, so, you know, I told him, I said, "I'll make a lot of money being a speaker, sharing my story about you." Scat, watch it, my boy. So, you know, I try to have a little fun with it because, I mean. I've got none of them left here. So I me being able to talk about them every day uh, in some form. It could be a post on social media. It could be in my podcast. It could be uh, hopefully on stage in front of 10,000 to 20,000 people one day. That's, that's the goal one day. I just want to share my story of trying to inspire others through everything that I've been through. Because, you know, you know what's really sad is I've, you know, I've heard a lot. Of, I've heard a few people say to me, and I'll get into this because uh, one thing that I, this is my first podcast, so you have to bear with me, everyone. But um, one thing people have sa said is like, I can't imagine being in your position, which, I mean, you appreciate to a certain extent, but it's like, this is my life. I don't have another position I can be in. So I'm just trying to do the best I can. I'm, I am far from perfect like anyone else. I'm nothing special, I like to say. I'm just willing to share my story, and that's what I feel like sets me apart from a lot of people. You, you look at me, and you, I don't have a mom. I don't have a dad. I don't have a sister anymore alive. But again, I try to talk about them all the time to try to do the best I can to keep their memory alive because it's, it's not what you have on this earth as much as what, when you leave here, what are people going to say about you and everything. So I just want to be as inspiring as I can to others and help them with uh, anything that they're going through. Because again, I'm not sitting here saying, even though I say, look at me because I'm a speaker and you, I guess, technically have to look at me if I'm speaking to you or whatever. <laughs> but I, it's not like, look at me, I've had it the worst in the world. I speak because I'm willing to stand up and have people stare at me and be vulnerable and show you I'm not perfect, but every day I try to do the best that I can. It may not be your best or the person sitting next to you use best, but it's Scott Greenhut's best. At Scott underscore inspires, if you're wondering, <laughs> we'll get to that. But I just, I just talk, I just talk um, from the bottom of my heart every day because that's that's what I do. Another thing I want to talk about is um, you know, my story is about uh, weight loss. My story is about uh, family loss, gr grieving, grief, and loss, and then uh, mental health. Because uh, late January, I had some suicidal thoughts, and I'm not happy about that, but I'm willing to talk about it and be vulnerable because I, again, I know I'm not the only one who's ever had those type of thoughts. So I am on, um, anxiety and depression or depression and anxiety medicine. I take it every day. And when I stand on the stage and talk, hopefully I can talk in front of people about that as well, because there's nothing wrong at all with taking medicine to better yourself prescribed correctly by the, by the right doctors who are, um, privy to, to do that correctly. Two things about taking medicine. One, you're deciding to 
that you're getting the help you need and two, you're deciding every day. It's, it's not like a machine puts it in your mouth for you and swallows it for you. You decide every day to do better by your, better yourself by taking the medicine that's supposed to help you, that you put yourself in a position to do better. So by, by taking medicine every day, which again, there is nothing wrong with taking anxiety and depression medicine. And I knew the, at the very beginning when I started doing it, I could hear Gordon saying, Scott, don't do that. I hate to say it, but that's just, I, I felt it in my bones. He'd be like, don't do it. And you know what? I don't think I'd be here still if I wasn't to try to inspire. I don't know if I'm an inspiration. I appreciate people who do say that, but I just, I want to show you that like, you know, you can be thrown on the ground, but it's about how you get back up and how you respond to things that happen to you in life that uh, really matters at the end of the day. Cause again, we're all going to go through things and, um, I want to do a little stopping point here of me just jabbering on because I don't I, I know I talk really fast and I don't know if y'all can all catch up to me here. But uh, my friend Ryan sitting next to me here and I just want to see um, what your thoughts are so far. Yeah, you know, first of all, Scott, uh, getting to know you uh, for so many years and seeing um, your story and, and knowing uh, where you came from, because I met you back, you know, and I remember the. We, we you, you and I discussed early on, you know, things you're like, well, I'm going to do this. Well, I've changed my mind, changed my mind. But what I've seen for years now is a different Scott of like, including doing this podcast show today, because you know what, what you're, you're saying, please just start, but there's somebody out there that else that wants to start a podcast right now that's listening. They're like, yeah, I don't know, man. And, and even before we went on air, you were, you were thinking like, I don't know, you know, it's, a, but I will tell you, you've had, you've got me as a compelled listener for 15 minutes. Uh, your story, you know, and I know your story, and I know you're going to go into this, is about please just start. That applies to every part of life. Uh, and I watch you. I mean, you've got like a heart of a champion. I mean, like I said, I spoke at Las Vegas a lot, but I, I've never seen you do two trips in one week. You pulled off the red eye. I just was trying to get you to bet on the Hawks. But, but uh, no, in all seriousness, there's people out there that are like, yeah, you know, they say I can do this, but I'm kind of scared to give it a shot. Well, you know what? Being vulnerable would say, well, the you know, not everybody gives a great speech or has a great first or second podcast, but you know what? It's better than sitting on the sidelines. That's what I would say. So I think you're doing a heck of a job. I'm so glad you're here sharing your story. And I think taking that please just start that you, you in a marketing show, you brand the crud out of you. Did a great job. And then saying, yeah, this applies to life, man. This isn't just this one category, right? Right. No, thank you for that. I really appreciate your kind words on that. The, that's the thing is like, please just start. You know, I was actually at a department store. This is how it came to be. And I said, you know, because again, if, if you've listened to me for the past few minutes, I appreciate you and Ryan. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't mind sharing any part of my story. So I'm like, yeah, I, I had gone to the store to go get some I went to a department store and tried to grab a uh, first set of new clothes after losing some weight. And I was like, yeah, I lost some weight. Oh, how much? And at that point, it had been like 70, 80, whatever, because I ended up losing uh, yeah, right, uh, 110 total. Gained about under 20 and then back to right around where I, where I was very thankful to be able to, do, to maintain that. But um, what I did was... Uh, they're like, how'd you do it? I said, cause there's no one way I ate better. And I, and I exercise, like I said, every day. And I've done every day since my journey, minus 23 days, Lord willing, we continue on this journey. I love it every single day. It gets me up out of bed to do that for, for me. It may not be for someone else to do that every single day, but, and I know this sounds weird coming out of my mouth like this, but here's, here, this is true. I say this, and this is a good platform to say this on. I, one of the reasons I do my workout every day is not like I talk to my family while I'm, while I'm doing my strides on my elliptical, but every day, I hope every, most people that I know are, and 
everyone in the world is able to at least talk to someone in their immediate family. For the, you know, for the most part, I understand there's people who can't. But I can't talk to my mom, dad, or sister. So it's something tangible that I can do every day and kind of like show up. I would call or text my, I can't, my mom never even had a cell phone. She died uh, next month. It'll be 23 years ago. So like it's been, it's been, you know, like I said, 20, almost 23 years. So it's something tangible that I can do every day that it's a way for me to stay. I don't want to say sane, but kind of like, it's a way for me to stay on target of what I want to do. Cause I can, you know, one of my things is again, my story is not about weight loss, but weight loss is part of my story because it's something I've, I've done tan the one of the few things that I've tangibly done that you can always see if I maintain it. <laughs> so it's like, cause if you know me for many, many years, you knew I was not thin, not thin. And it's not about being thin or fat. It's about, and, and I've said this before, I never realized how much, uh, how much self-respect I didn't ha- how much self-respect I was lacking until I finally found some that I had. I just, I never had any. I was always negative. I, I, as Ryan said, right before we went on here, I, I talked myself out of doing things. And sometimes you just got to go for things. You got to please just start. You don't know where it'll turn out. I didn't know hopping on my elliptical day one would turn into three. I, my goal was 365 in a row, but I had no clue it was going to turn into that. And then coach has given me an opportunity from Brookwood and everything and meeting Ryan through the community with the Our Town Gwinnett magazine. And and uh, you don't know until you just go out there. If you don't try, you already have that. No, you're afraid to continue to have. But if you put yourself out there, you never know what can happen. And Life's all about the uh, the unknown and what can happen because you could you can go through the motions and I thought I was actually gonna honestly go through the motions of this but when you get in front of the mic and I talk again I don't know if I, how it's gonna set up for the future but I'm I am very happy to be here today so I appreciate well, you know that. you know and Scott the thing is too is is you were talking about being transparent you always put your you know the true self out there I think the great thing about leadership and stuff and you know, you, you and I know I've been studying enough on leadership mm-hmm. of, uh, but you know even talking about Anytime I ever there's there's always a thing before when you're doing something new, new at a new show, doing whatever. It's easy to say to somebody, please just start says, I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me. But how do you really know to those people you coach, you know, until you try? I mean, you may it may not be, but you have to go through life and say, swing the bat, mm-hmm. shoot the ball. If you miss the free throw, at least hit the rim and give it a chance to go in, right? Right. So I think part of your message is please just start. If you've got something you want to do, which you've been telling me, you know, the then do it. Yeah. I mean, live life with no regrets. Don't think about it because there's no guarantee we have tomorrow, right? That is, that is a fact. That is very true. And that this is not, again, nothing with you or anything. This is not how I envision. I wanted to have like a partner in crime to, to do a podcast with. But right like this is sitting here right now. I'm not just saying this because we're in front of a mic or whatever. And I'm, I'm very thankful to be on my Facebook Live. Hello, everyone. Uh, that's hey, not, you yeah. know, you give me the cue. I'll, I'll put it on the network for a second for you, Scott. So you keep going. I'm going to okay. a little snippet. All right, that's fine. So, but yeah, you don't you don't know unless you go out there and like Ryan just said, very very profoundly, you, you don't necessarily have tomorrow. My, you, you, you just don't. I don't, I don't really need it. Like with that, it, it's just, it's very true. Um, you're just not guaranteed anything. But I was going to say back with the, the please just start. So what I did was I was at the department store and, and the guy, I think it was, a, it was this girl. She was like, how did you lose the weight? And I literally like, like, like this, I was just like, I wasn't begging her, but I was like, you just, I said, I just started. And since I live in Atlanta in the South, I put my manners in front of it. And I said, please just start. And I just kept telling everyone on social media, on Instagram. And I guess mainly Facebook. I was like, just start something you want to do in life so that you have no regrets. Just start. 
please just start. And then I was very thankful to get some shirts made and um, some cards made. And um, I, I, I just want to be someone, if you think of, please just start. I want three, if someone asks three words, when you think of Scott, what are three words? I think at the end of the day, I would love for them to be, please just start. I think, I think it's become that. I, I've thought about that lately. Like, what are three words if you, if you say Scott Greenhut? I mean, you could think of maybe a lot of adjectives. Probably some awesome, probably some not awesome. <laughs> but, but please just start. Because I, 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 every day I wake up, I, reg- I haven't even mentioned this. I regret that I lost my weight after my dad died. Because again, wait for it. Scott, when are you going to lose weight, my boy? Every, almost every single day. That's why I talk about it a lot. Because he begged me in his green chair almost every day. He's like, you're doing, you're going to be just like me in a few years. Because I was doing exactly what you were doing. And I was born with a heart condition on top of that. So I was really being unhealthy. But, and he never took care of his diabetes. And he, he was like, see, Scott, I'm thinner. I'm like, you're only thinner because you lost the weight because you were sick. And I'm sorry about that. I mean, I'm sorry about that. But like, you didn't lose the weight from the hard work. And he, and now, like, every, Every day I put in the work every day. I haven't had fa- in since February of 18, 2018, I haven't had dessert, fast food or fry food. Not one cookie. When I the two months he was in the hospital and going back I was going back and forth. Some days I'd be there for 10 minutes making sure he was okay and he needed to rest, I would leave. Some days I was there 6 hours with him. It was just it was just all over the place. And I would go home if you're if you know what Quick Trip is, I would go to the local uh, QT uh gas station convenience store and they'd be like Two brownies tonight? <laughs> Two more brownies? I was like, uh, yeah. They're like, I, next night I go, I, I walk in there and be like, Two more brownies tonight? The ones near the drinks over there? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, yeah, sorry for all y'all. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I need two more. I need to, I need to eat my feelings. And that's and that's that's what I did every single night. And I I hate it, but I did that. And so now I just I I eat more for like fuel for what I need. And I've you you it's it's trial and error. I I mean it took three months being on my elliptical to not eat the foods that I didn't want to eat, but then I look back at it and I, I don't eat it. Ask you because I saw you were you were on another show being interviewed to you. Have you do you miss them? Do you miss the food? No, I no. I just told my aunt this recently. I said I enjoy now more telling you about the streak that I'm on of not having it than I used to. I really enjoy Your double eating brownies. It. Loved it. The, 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 the double uh, brownies. Two, two brownies. Uh-huh. Yeah. What I mean, it was everything. I mean, I would be there at three o'clock when they went to like forty nine cents. I'd be the first in line. Like, it'd be two fifty eight. I'm like, oh my god, I'm two minutes away. I hope they don't shoot me out of here. I'm just standing next to the thing. So, so that this is you can't make this stuff up. This is why no. he's got to have his own show. I mean, because didn't you? Didn't the guys know you at Burger King? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're like, yeah, my car. I guess it was making noise or whatever. They're like, we knew that was you. I would go get Gordon Burger King all the time. He goes, go get me Burger King, my boy. And I'm like, I live across the street from a Burger King, and they're like. He's like, go get me a Burger King. Go get me Burger King tonight. No mayonnaise, my boy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Gordon, after 31 <laughs> years, I understand you don't like mayonnaise. One time I was at a Subway, a Subway shop, and and uh, they could, and he's like, no mayonnaise, Tookie. No mayonnaise, Scott. No mayonnaise. And he could hear through the phone. They were like, extra mayonnaise on his? I said, absolutely. Like that. <laughs> yes, Gordon. We knew no, you did not knows. like mayonnaise. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my so, God. yeah. So, um you know, obviously, I, I I got stories for days, unfortunately, but um, fortunately and unfortunately, but I, I think I'm probably going to wrap up soon here for today. But I uh, just wanted to give a glimpse into what this what this could be, yeah. and um, I just want to share like, again. I just want to inspire others to please just start. If if you ask me, like, what's your story? 
It's, you know, I've been through a lot like anyone else. I'm willing to share my story. And I just want others to please just start whatever it is. You want a new car, work on that to start today. If you were teetering on whatever you wanted to do in life, and hopefully today's your day when you hear this, is like, I wanted to do this, but maybe I needed this push. And I don't want to physically push you, but I want to be your, I want to be your push. To, I, want to, I want to inspire you every day to go after what you want in life. Because as Ryan said so eloquently, you know, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. And everyone knows that. And unfortunately, I know that well as well. And, and, and you're eligible to help people that might want to call to talk to you about it, right? Absolutely. And, and I, I can talk to you one-on-one a little bit. I mean, that's fine. I'm looking. I would love to. I would love to go speak. It doesn't have to be like in front of 10,000. If I'm talking to a group, you know, sitting in a circle of three or four or whatever, or someone wants to come have me in for their company or whatever, I, my story is about life and yeah. dot, 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 and death, unfortunately, just about life in general, about starting something. It could be within work or it could be outside of work. I just want to be someone that you can look at. And again, far from perfect. I'm not sitting here up on my pedestal. I'm just saying I'm willing to share my story and be vulnerable. And that's the biggest Which, difference. Wh- how can they best contact you? So, yes. Yeah, so my uh, Instagram and my Twitter are at Scott underscore inspires. They both are. I'm Scott at scottinspires.com and wait for it www.scottinspires.com is my website good branding man uh, marketing show you, uh, oh no it's not marketing it's your show yeah. sorry I did a marketing show earlier yes. so you see being real is all that doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. when your brain's shot no absolutely love that love the message there thank you I really appreciate it and um, I would like to end by saying uh, uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to Hashtag, please just, just uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a mouthful. Just yeah. Do your best. Thanks for tuning in to hashtag, please just start show today broadcast on the End Results Radio Network from the Perimeter Roofing Studio inside the country and in suites by Radisson and Stone Mountain. Uh, please stay tuned to new shows coming up soon, and um, I look forward to talking to y'all soon. And as always, hashtag, please just start.